Hello, hello. It's another case of mixtape and identity, and my guest this week is Megan May. Thank you so much for joining me. This is episode 64 of Mixtape and Identity. And my guest this week is Megan May. Megan is a writer, and I came across Megan's work through Starship Q Star. Um, so she's the, the co creator of that. Uh, if you don't know that show, please go and check it out. It's a podcast, uh, it's a comedic drama featuring a whole host of female non binary talent. It's incredibly well written, it's so funny, really well acted. And it features previous guests, Annie Lumsden and Lena Moon. And I can't recommend it enough, so please go and check that out. Had a really fun time with this playlist. It was good to get an insight into what being a kid in the 90s was like in Australia through Girls Life. Uh, beautiful, bit of Janelle Monet. Some some beautiful songs in here that I hadn't heard in a long time and some that I'd, I'd heard but maybe not properly listened to. Uh, and a bit of Stevie Nicks to close it out, so can't do much better than that. If you're new to the show here, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, we're going to talk through a playlist. And the playlist that we're going to talk through is available as a playlist on Spotify. So you can check that out. It's in the description of the podcast. There's a link there. And also just give us a follow on Instagram. That's where I I post most of my updates. So, um, yeah, guest announcements, discussions around the music, uh, clips from the show. Love a good clip. uh, And, yeah, uh, episode drops, stuff like that. So give us a follow. Uh, This is a really fun chat. I'm just going to dive into it. I'll be back at the end of the episode for details of how to support the show. But for now, we'll get into episode 64 of Mixtape Identity with Megan May. How often do you actually listen to music at the moment? Um, like, I would say that my music listening has dropped off significantly, and I don't know why that is. Um, it, right. it might be something to do with I, I got into podcasts a lot. I, I sort of did an audio drama with my partner and have been listening to a lot of those as well as podcasts. But I, I still listen at, at like at the gym or in the car. But like the way I least I listen to music is like the most music I listen to is like a the lo-fi on YouTube when I'm writing because I can't have anything with lyrics because it's super distracting. Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um. I think that's very typical. I think I've definitely gone through that phase where the podcast will just take over and that's all I listen to when I'm doing everything I would be doing rather than listening to music. Mm. That makes sense. Like going for walks, driving, all that stuff, stick a podcast on, sitting doing nothing, doing the dishes, stick a podcast on. Yeah. I'm much more in a music phase now, but it's it's been it's been cyclical like i've gone through that totally podcast phase before i think that's pretty typical although listening like um, listening to some of this music like trying to prepare for this podcast i was like oh yeah, yeah. i really wanted to get like i've got to listen to more i'm like god this are reasons why i love these songs so much and so yeah it's definitely yeah. like pushing me back in that direction this time good all right glad to hear um and when you when you are listening to music then do you tend to go back to all familiar or are you trying to find new things I think I I I I think Spotify is, introduces me to a lot more new music than I would not ordinarily have. Like it, sure. which I love the, their radio sort of stuff is really great. But um, yeah. I I think I do tend to listen to old favorites, and then it's just whatever's on the radio. But yeah, I don't know if that's just getting right. older. You be, tend to be drawn to the music that you loved when you were younger. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, I think as well the the activities you described like going to the gym yeah i think there's a very specific type of music that i want to listen to if i'm exercising yeah um same with like driving like i'm only in a particular mood for certain types of music or i only want to listen to stuff i know i love because i'm not gonna be able to change the song so it doesn't really lend itself to listen to new music so much yeah, no, I I don't actually drive, so my partner is always the one driving. So in that case, I she tends to get the control of the music. So <laughs> it tends oh, okay. to be her favorite stuff too that we listen to. But that's all right. A lot of musicals we both love. So okay, well, happy days. Um, yeah, very much a love hate relationship with uh, Spotify on this show. Like I know, like totally morally. It's, it's no good but it's a really good product yes. um, uh, see what you said about the um, the radio thing um, I don't know if it's a feature that you can get in Australia as well but have you seen the 
AI DJ. I've just been hearing about that. I haven't haven't used it yet. Um, but yeah. yeah. Again, morally, one hundred percent the like against everything uh, I stand for. Like I hate the concept of AI. I especially hate it getting mm. involved in the arts. Um, and yeah, Spotify's no good. But I tried it, and it's really good. It works really well, and it fed me stuff I loved and stuff I hadn't heard in ages. I was like. God damn it, this is going to be the only thing I listen to now. I, I mean, am a complete slave to it. Like, if it helps you discover new stuff that you're going to love and new artists that you can support, like, I guess yeah. it's a good thing. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just a little bit concerning for me how quickly my, like, morals and standards go out the window when it's something good and something that I want. Like, do, do you know what I was thinking about, actually, is that um, I think I've talked about this before, but um, you, have you seen Wally? Yes. Love it. You know all the fat people getting all the food served to them, sitting in their little seats and watching things on their screens. Yes, yes. Obviously, that's you know that's dystopian and everything. And then and sometimes I think like when I'm watching that, sometimes I'm thinking I, I can see why I can see the appeal. I can see how they got to that point. It's just yeah. constantly getting stuff that you want. It's and a the good thing, but i've seen like people talk about how in the future you'll be able to like design a movie with yourself in it and with your favorite actors that have been ai generated and so the idea that you can like just have a headset and be in a movie with your favorite people designed exactly to stimulate your brain yeah it does feel like maybe we could get there (laughs) yeah yeah it does um all right well it's a fairly depressing note to start on. But yeah, we'll, uh... Apocalypse aside, let's keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, so song one on your list is a song you fell in love with straight away. Yes. So you went for Even When I'm Sleeping by Leonardo's Bride. Yeah, I I remember the first time I heard it, they were um, performing on, I don't know if you have ever heard of this show, Hey Hey It's Saturday. It's an old Australian like variety show. It's very problematic but it was very big in the 90s um okay and they would have live music on there and i just remember hearing this song and was just like whoa what is that and it became like a smash hit i remember them that i think they came back on the show to sing the exact same song a few weeks later because it becomes such a massive hit um right okay it's just absolutely beautiful and i don't know if they really had too many other big songs but that song was massive and i loved it Okay, it's it is a beautiful song. Mm. I hadn't I hadn't heard it before. I hadn't come across it before, but um, it's really really lovely. Um, so I can I can see why it would uh, it would take over in that way. Yeah, I think I was young. I just started playing guitar, and so it's just that kind of like ah. singer songwriter stuff that just kind of really appealed to me as a as a kid. And I'm like, oh, one day I want to kind of do that. Right. Okay. Okay. Got quite a nice chord structure as well. I can see. Yeah, that being one you can just pick up and go along with. And who doesn't um, love a love song? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued by "Hey Hey It's Saturday" though, because I want to. Oh I my god! Work out what the closest thing in my head, is, like to the equivalent of the UK, but um, uh, why is it problematic? Spill. Well, look, um, <laughs> <laughs> they had this thing called Red Faces which is where right. ordinary people would like get up and do their special talent and the celebrity guest and like the, you know, the bad guy on the show would like rate them or gong them out. Um, right. And let's okay. just say Australia has a lot of problems with race and things like that. And things like blackface sure. were prominent, people okay. doing that kind of thing. And yeah, so it was not great it's very much time it's very much belongs to a very old time we've all moved on hopefully but yeah Yeah. i it's yeah okay fair enough yeah i'm trying to think if we have anything that would be the equivalent i think we did have some like saturday morning shows that were like you know you look at them now and you're like well we probably should be treating women better than than how they're treated on these kinds of shows um I mean, it had like yeah. puppets, like his, it was Saturday night. So this was a show everyone would uh-huh. sit around and watch. And it, it was like right, the, okay. this this host and they would have like a giant ostrich puppet next to him. 
Sure. I think <laughs> am I, maybe I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, am I blending this? Am I, is this a fever dream? Um, and they had like this thing called pluck a duck, which was like, there'd be like, you could pluck a feather from him and win a prize. And like my uh-huh. claim to fame as a kid is that my cousin was dating pluck a duck. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very weird and crazy and glad it's just in the past now. Okay. Fair enough. But it's a shame we don't um, have more shows where people can play live music. Um, we don't have a lot of shows like that anymore in Australia. Yeah, yeah, I think it's similar in the UK. There's um, Jules Holland does a show which is like uh, it is it is good, but the, like it's very obscure bands and artists, and that's kind of the the, the point of it. Mm. But it's sometimes you're watching it thinking there's a reason they're obscure this is just a bit weird <laughs> um but no I, I i really i really really like this song um it's quite yeah as, as it says it's um i think the singer songwriter thing that you said is um is a good point because it is it does feel like something you could just play at a party or run a campfire or something like that like it just yeah yeah i, I- I don't really remember any of their other songs or if they even had any other any other songs, but it's just one that I've always loved and I, mm. I um, continue to love it every time I listen to it now, though I must have listened to it a million times by now. Mm. Okay. 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 I just look, I just, I just Googled Hey Hate Saturday because I'm like, was there a giant ostrich or am I insane? There was a giant ostrich. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. <laughs> it's important details. It is. It is. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh all right, song two is the song that took you a while. Yes. Um so you've gone for Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Yeah, I was like very young when I first heard this song and okay. very much not the music that I would ever listen to. But I I had sure. some family friends that they were a little bit older than me. Um, they were sort of the age of my older sister and we started when they first got their license. So I would have been maybe 13. They would, I don't know what you call it in Ireland, but we would do blockies, which is you would drive around the block, like when you're a teenager and just drive around and there'd be other like teenagers like driving around too. And you'd like hoon around the block for like, you know, hours. <laughs> just, right, okay. And we just listen okay. to music in the car and like, maybe stop and see friends who are also driving around. Some people call it manies. If you're from a small town, you're just driving up and down the main street. Um, but yeah, right, I was okay. from a smaller kind of town and we would do these like blockies and listen to that song a lot. And eventually, you know, it became like Wayne's world and we would sing it and yeah. Right. Okay. But you didn't, you didn't like it the first time or? was just not so much disliking it but just being like what is this like Mm. it wasn't something as a as a young teenage girl I'd ever really listened to or heard um like my mum had quite daggy musical tastes so you know it was things like the Jesus Christ Superstar soundtrack and um uh, you know things like that and and so the queen wasn't really on her list so in terms of stuff I heard at home I wouldn't hear this and then so hearing this kind of music was really like what is this stuff? And then just really growing to love it, and now love a lot of their catalogue. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. It's a very strange song. I I think I I think it took me a while to appreciate it for just a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, because I th- I think I enjoyed it when I first started listening to it, but I think I enjoyed it in a sort of like novelty kind of way. Like it was almost like a kind of yeah comedy song yeah and there are like little bits you can get on board and it obviously it has like a it's it's quite tongue-in-cheek it's not taking itself too seriously but mm-hmm. um but yeah i thought it was just more like a say like a comedy kind of thing um and then yeah it took me a while to actually just enjoy it and yeah as you say the wayne's world thing get to get to that point um so that makes sense our equivalent to blockies i think is typically like a mcdonald's car park yep i get it thing. yeah it was sometimes just driving around you would stop in a car yeah. park on the blockies right okay um but yeah so this is just like driving around a round around a car park and 
and I, I don't know if it's the same, like it so is blockies just like anyone who has a car or is it like so in for for us in northern ireland anyway it's like it's people who have like <laughs> who've invested a lot of money in their shit heap cars to put like spoilers on the back and the carbon fiber and anything you see on like need for speed or any of those like teenage boy games they're just like putting their actual money into stuff like that yeah i mean a little bit of that a lot of it was shitty cars with like big loud stereos as well yeah but also just a lot of idiot teenagers who you know are just wanting to drive around i think they brought in laws like the there's like a hoon law or something to stop people doing this now but um yeah we were just like speed lot of speeding but like hooning up to the um the the lights and you'd sort of see friends and try and like kind of race them a little bit um and just keep driving around and stop in a car park and yeah kind of weird i don't know i think this is before we had um smartphones so i guess we had to make our own fun (laughs) back in the day (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely yeah no i like i I, like we kind of um like i grew up in a like a small enough town and i I live in the country um for for the most part and um we would just sit in the car like outside each other's houses or something and just like listen to music and chat and stuff so Mm. there's definitely a sense of you get like that kind of freedom when someone has a car and you can yeah go somewhere where your parents aren't and you can just hang out so like i i get it from that perspective i think the thing that always just couldn't understand is just the amount of money that these people put into their cars so they could yeah drive it really fast in town and then listen to music with obscenely loud bass to the point where you're like you're not you could not possibly be enjoying that i know that's not well you can barely enjoy it even like you know 10 meters away from the car let alone sitting in it yeah Yeah, exactly exactly it's insane yeah i grew up Um, i grew up in tasmania which is probably about the same size as ireland i think but um yeah where are you going where are you going in these cars (laughs) There's no yeah. way you can drive that far, that fast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, song three is a song from your introduction to music. So you've gone for Girl's Life. Yeah. My girlfriend. A, a band truly ahead of their time, singing about girl power before the Spice Girls. Mm. Um, I mentioned my cousin who dated Plucker Duck earlier. Now, she was the coolest right. because she also worked at um mushroom records like at the front desk and then she's she eventually sort of worked um sort of moved up but she got us the girl's life cd signed by girlfriend and at the time at the time we didn't even have a cd player so me and my sister just like treasured this album because it was like famous people have signed it i don't think i'd even ever heard of them when i when we got the cd and but it was like this treasure um and then our our mum bought a CD player probably because we were like mum please we've got this album um and that it actually I think it was just a single but um we were mm. so like enamored by it and then it's like you know really catchy and cool and like for very young primary school age kids we really got into right. it and it was very fun yeah it yeah. started my love of pop music. I think that song. Right. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. It's um. But you say like ahead of their time. It was. It's. It's very of its time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It is so early nineties. It hurts, but like yeah. I just more mean like the the Spice Girls were a little bit later in the nineties. Um, singing about girl. No, power, I know. But, I girl, know. but girlfriend, they were they were they were the first. I assume. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah, it has everything. Um, Even that everything about it just sounds nineties. Like, and then you've got the you got the rap yeah which is just yeah and like uh, i don't know if, if it has the cover art um on spotify but the outfits that they're wearing it's basically like they are on the show blossom like they have the hat like the bucket hat right. flipped up with a big flower on it and like the real like early 90s clothes it's just like yeah 
and it's got the the uh, graffiti style mm-hmm. word art as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ticks uh, it ticks all the boxes. Um, unfortunately, not on Spotify over here. Oh no! Um, I was I yeah. I sort of tried to check all the songs, and it was definitely on Spotify here. So that's a bit of a bummer. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. There's there's some of that. So uh, like I I listen to it on YouTube. It's all it's all good, but um, I. Yeah, I can't, can't add it to any of my playlists, unfortunately. Oh, no. Well, I, 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 everybody, look look it up. <laughs> it's it's worth it. Yeah, link in the description. Okay. Song four is a song that makes you happy. So you went for Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet. Yeah, I think the first time I heard it, it was just like, it just, the beat, it's like crawls into your brain and just feels really good. And it's like a great song to sort of yeah. dance to. And it's, yeah, I really, really like it. Um, I like it so much. Uh, it was one of the inspirations for the music for this podcast we made. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a, a queer sci-fi. And so our pitch was like, if Janelle Monet made the Star Trek um, theme, and so that was like our pitch right. and it was like this song I love so much. Um, it was actually in one of the episodes for a long time temporarily as like a track we sort of used uh-huh. that cut in. And I ended up trying to recreate it like really poorly. I got like a MIDI of this song and like changed it a bit and then did some different lyrics, but still kind of have that little, the way that beat kind of hits. Um, right but yeah I just it's just a song it immediately makes me feel good as soon as I put it on right okay well when what when does that happen in the show uh I'm trying to think I think it's episode three they go into okay. um they're in the Moe's medical bay and computer's song right. automatically a song comes on when she enters it's like playing Janelle Monáe good times playlist and a song hits in and right. it's like French lyrics um, and the beat but if you listen carefully you'll hear the beat is this um, make me feel oh wow okay I love that um, oh that's really that's really fun I'm, I'm, I might as well say it now. Huge fan of that um, podcast. It's so, so fun. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, and incredibly made, and that's very exciting. I'm gonna listen <laughs> and and uh, find, find how close it is to Janelle Monae's version. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 a great song. I th- this this is a song for me that like um, I only recently only the last couple of years really since doing this podcast i've really like managed to get my head out of my own ass when it comes to like pop music <laughs> um and this is a song that was on the radio and and anything on the radio i automatically just dis- dismissed not for me but this song was just undeniable i could not get out of yeah. my head sometimes and it's so well done and so fun and s- strange and different mm. and you said like the little pops and clicks it's just like yeah yeah it just it scratches a particular itch it's just it's so good yeah i'd love it oh my god have you seen her new music video <laughs> i haven't no should i um absolutely it's okay. a true gift for all the queers out there but all i mean sure <laughs> men can enjoy it as well but if you like ladies woo! right okay amazing okay amazing. all right i mean okay <laughs> Uh, all right, song five is a song that makes you sad. So you went for "I'll Cover You" um, from Rent. Yeah, um, I lo- I'm a huge musical theater fan, um, but this is the, it's the reprise. I don't know if you know Rent at all. The music. No, I've I've had I've had another Rent song on the show before, um, but no, um, I'm not overly familiar. Yeah, so I found Rent the musical. I think Jesse L. Martin is the actor who sings it in the musical, but he was on Ally McBeal, like when that show was like the biggest show in the world. Um, right. and, I, and he sang on that show, you know how they had the bar where the, the, they had a singer that would sing and it was a sort of part of the show. And he sang on that show and I was like, Oh my God, that voice. He has the most amazing voice. And I've sort of tried to find 
anything of him singing um, and I found Rent and then I, I like listened to the whole soundtrack and sort of learnt what it is but uh, so this is like a song that when him and his um, partner sort of fall in love they sing this song but then his partner dies of HIV and he sings it again in a different way at his funeral um, okay. but it's just really beautiful and just the way he sings it with such emotion is just, yeah, it's beautiful. Right, okay. And that voice okay. to die for. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I'll be honest, like, when I was listening to it, I didn't really... It didn't feel overly sad to me. Yeah. And so I was thinking there must be... I probably should have done some research, shouldn't I? But um, <laughs> it... Um, I thought there must be, like, there must be another reason. For, I, I sometimes get a little bit worried when I have, like fairly upbeat songs that are going to be like in the sad category it's like oh yeah. no, there's a story here this is going to ruin my day um but that that makes a lot of sense so it's um it's contextualized differently then when it uh, yeah right. yeah i guess it's like the journey i think it's something that you need to go on when you sort of watch the musical or um listen to the soundtrack but without the context like it does because it is a love song at the start it's like really upbeat and poppy the other version of it and then it's right. like, and once you know what's happening on stage in this moment i guess it's if you didn't know that context it probably just seems like a weird way to sing a really poppy looks love song right okay yeah All is right. that something my uh it's, it's also a musical my partner and i kind of bonded over um when we first got right, okay. together yeah we were, we were okay. like friends first and the night we got drunk together and made out for the first time was to the rent soundtrack so it also holds yes. like a really special place in my heart as well okay excellent i'll love to see it um okay i'll need to check this out i think i I'm pretty sure it was um, Rivka Reyes was on the show. Uh, Rivka was the bass player in School of Rock. Uh, like, yeah, I know. think I've I've seen their TikTok. Right. <laughs> I think yeah, it came yeah, up. I was yeah. like, "Hey, that's the that's the kid." But, yeah, 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 amazing TikTok. Uh, so they yeah they picked um, a song from Rent as well, and I I think very strongly recommended it to me while I was um, talking to them. So I. Uh, yeah, I need to check it out. Um, yeah, the, it, I would try and find like a, a recording of the stage show. I wasn't a massive fan of the movie. It was directed by Christopher Columbus, who is best known for directing the first Harry Potter movie. So okay. probably not the best choice in my right, mind. Right, okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit too shiny happy. And I think maybe they made it a little bit too long after it. They made it with the original Broadway cast um, and... They're, I think, a little bit too old for their characters at the time. Okay. But right. um, if you find a good recording, I think there's a few that exist, um, not necessarily of the original cast, but of, like, really great casts, um, mm. if you if you check it out. If okay. you're a musical fan, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd, like, I, it's, it's something... I, I always enjoy watching musicals, mm. um, and... I used to watch quite a few when I was younger, like I and I was really into like um, uh, I did called speech and drama um when yeah. I was younger. So I like I, I was in musicals when I was a teenager. Um, did what Oliver musicals? It, uh, Oliver and uh-huh. uh, Oklahoma. Okay. Were the two big ones. Um. Yeah, I. And yeah, like we, we, we like we um, my mum took me to London a few times and we saw like a uh so like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on the stage and we saw um we went and saw Oliver. Um so I've seen it like a, a few of them and yeah, I mean I, I always enjoy them when I see them, but I just I, I it's just uh it just it feels a little too vast for me. It feels a little overwhelming that there's so many. It's like I, and I feel like that with a lot of like a lot of genres and a lot of artists when there's just mm. there's 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 too much for me to like I don't know where to yeah. start yeah so I don't. yeah I think it's hard too because it's like it's almost like a form and there's so many there's genres within the musicals too so it's like yeah absolutely you yeah. know trying to find the ones that sort of speak to you I guess um yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Well, but something like Rent or like you know, do you like Hamilton and and kind of more modern stuff is 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 great to get into. I did, like, yeah, I did. Uh, I liked Hamilton. Yeah, 
for sure. Um, yeah. The one I really want to watch is Book of Mormon. I don't know how you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Sorry, here. I won, like, uh, me and my friend, they had a lottery, like a ticket lottery when it first came out right. here. And we, yeah. we would go down. We went down, like, four times. And um, I won. And it was supposed to be for two tickets, but they only had a single ticket. And it was sort of like this thing where it's like, do I give it to you or do I go? And then she's like, go. I've seen it before. You go and enjoy. And I got to sit in the front row and um, oh, and watch man. the show. It was very funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll need to say it at some point. We, um, I, I, we, my wife and I, we honeymooned in New York and we tried to get a few, oh, tried for a few shows and it just, yeah, it just never, never happened, unfortunately. Um, the only show we got to see in New York was, um, uh, Jinx Monsoon and Bendel Graham. Ah, oh, amazing! So, yeah, that was that was good enough for me. <laughs> I went to I went to New York like, maybe in 2015, I think. And uh-huh. Hamilton was this off Broadway show that everyone was talking about, and I was like, oh, a show about oh an American president? Oh, no thanks. Um, and so I could have like seen it then, but I didn't know. <laughs> oh man, a true man. regret yeah yeah um all right song six is a song to relax to so you went for invisible string by taylor swift i mean i yeah i I love like both folklore and evermore as albums to sort of just have on like we have them both on um record um on vinyl and it's one of those things we just like to have on when we're just, you know, on a Sunday afternoon or something. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's just that song in particular. Um, yeah, both of my partner and I are Swifties. So we love, love that song. It's like, you know, it's one, one of the ones like when we eventually get our shit together and finally get married, it's on our like <laughs> playlist of songs to have at our wedding. Um, right. So yeah, that one is particularly like, it's soppy, but I love it. Yeah okay so that's like um you said that's that's like a sunday afternoon thing is just like having records playing and just being in the house together or yeah i mean like we both work from home too so it's like if we're not working we'll put on um vinyl which like we've started buying more and more just like I, i feel like you're more conscious of the the music that you're picking and maybe like i can't believe i didn't mention this when i said i listen to music but it's one of those things where you you know you listen to an album in its entirety instead of having everything on sh- on shuffle and like uh, yeah. randomized um it's really nice to just be able to like consciously listen as the artist sort of wanted and then it's like getting up and flipping it over and um yeah it's i i guess yeah. that's kind of made me more appreciate the album more as opposed to just like great songs yeah yeah I, I i really like that that's um it uh it feels a lot more deliberate yeah and you feel like you're investing in the activity a little bit more as opposed to sticking a playlist on your phone and then scrolling and barely listening to what you know what's what's actually playing mm-hmm. um but yeah like yeah i'm 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 definitely a, a big fan of that yeah, I, I can see. I can see it in the background of your oh, yeah, your it's, Zoom. It's, yeah, <laughs> strategically positioned to just uh, move that there in the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, the issue in our house is that the um, we, we don't have any. Uh, well, we don't have very many songs that line up in terms of our music taste. All um, right, what is the what are the things you agree on? Uh, things we agree on are um, Bombay Bicycle Club is the is the big one. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if you know that band. No, sorry. No, no, it's all good. Uh, very like chill indie music, like just beautiful vibe. Um, mm. an awful lot of fun. I, but I mean, as far as like specific bands go, that's probably it. Um, oh, no. it's like like real loves. <laughs> like we definitely have music taste that lines up. Like, uh, yeah. but um, I think my I, my wife enjoys listening to a lot more like hip-hop and stuff like that than i do her big bands from her um like teenage years would be like my chemical romance um and not for me uh my big band is like is frightened rabbit which can be quite 
depressing indie music and it's just not for her she can't stand it it's a scottish band she can't stand the scottish accent so oh so boy yeah. all right yeah so there's 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 if we stick on a playlist there's definitely like we have so many songs yeah that, that overlap but like specific bands and albums it's a little tricky a little tricky i'll be honest um all right grant uh so that was taylor swift that's what we were talking about there. um song seven is a song from your preteen years so you've yeah. gone for run away by the course i don't know if you're familiar with them they're a small irish band you, you might yeah yeah up. yeah yeah not, not much of an impact here <laughs> yeah i was obsessed like the they were my band like more than any pop band like i was i was a spice girl fan i was a hansen fan as a very young teen but the cause were like number one for me right um, i think also because i i also like to play music and they were they were sort of a bit more musical um like more musicality and yeah i i love them and now i know i probably did have a crush on andrea as i understand i'm like looking back oh okay, okay. i was also had a crush on her because she was really pretty um but yeah i loved i loved it and i when i was learning like to play guitar and stuff me and a friend performed runaway and um yeah i just I love it. And maybe it's something that like I have a, a, my Irish ancestry. I'm, I'm a ginger. So it's, I've got a lot of <laughs> ancestry in Ireland and it's like some, something about Irish music just like calls to me inside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking back on it, it's kind of, it's a little strange that they were as popular as they were. Cause yeah. it's not like, it's not your classic pop music. Like there's a very real deliberate and, authentic irishness to it mm. and that kind of like i don't know if it feels like that kind of folk inspired music seems to be making a bit of a comeback now and maybe something that, that you'd see do a lot better in like the likes of eurovision but um i feel like they're the only i can't think of another another band or another artist that like leaned into their identity quite yeah. the way they did and were successful at it as well because I mean going back to what we said about like uh, girlfriends I mean mm. it's very of its time like it like it sounds like every other song in that time and then <laughs> yeah. you have the chorus who's like like creating this beautiful quintessentially Irish music yeah I I when it, they came to Tasmania where I lived which was amazing but um, and they, they were huge there. Like I, the first time they came, I missed out on tickets to their show. Um, but I was this very young kid and I took a poster. They had a signing at a record store and they signed my poster and I was trying to say something to them and they were really sweet, but I was like really nervous, but my heart, <laughs> they, they came back. And then the next year they came back the following year, or at least they were going to come back and I got tickets for my birthday and I'll never forget the moment like it was the most crushing moment I walked inside and my sister was like the cause have cancelled and I was like I thought she was lying to me and I'm like my told my I'm like what what and my mom and she's like yeah I'm so sorry oh no <laughs> and I was like so heartbreaking so I never got to see them live but um I think they came back to Australia recently but um yeah that's one of oh. my true true heartbreaks. I got a my mum bought me a, a small television for my room that year instead of tickets to the cause. <laughs> so maybe that was putting me on a trajectory of um writing T V instead of um music. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The origin story. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Siri just decided so. to um look up the lyrics for me. <laughs> um yeah. I I just like there's something very like triggering to me about the, <laughs> just the way you said uh, how your sister said the chorus of cancelled. It's such a little shitty teenage thing to do to say it now. And we're like, nah, nah. <laughs> I you're gonna hate this, and I'm gonna watch. Like, I love it. <laughs> oh, the cruelty, cruelty of Absolute. older sisters. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Song eight is a cover. So you went for Tomorrow by Killing Heidi. Yes. I think this was a, um, I want to say maybe like a like a version or something. I think they did on right. Triple J. But 
Killing Heidi was one of those um, early bands that my sister and I actually agreed on because they were kind of more of a like alternative pop kind of band and they were on Triple J, which is the kind of more cooler radio station, youth radio sure. station here in Australia. Um, and it's a cover of a Silverchair song. I don't know if you know Silverchair as well. Vaguely. I think I think there's been a Silverchair song on the show before and it's ringing a bell, but I can't remember exactly what. Yeah, they were kind of like our Nirvana in a way. They were very inspired right. by Nirvana, I think, but they were like, yeah. you know, a very cool teen rock band. Um, and Tomorrow was one of their biggest hits and Killing Heidi were like this this sort of, you know, cool band when I was young. And I, I sang it once and I, I ended up becoming the singer of a high school band because they heard me sing this song. And then... But that was the only music, the only song that I knew that they knew. And so <laughs> I was sort of like, I didn't know anything else that they, they wanted to play. So it ended up no, not being the singer of that band. But um, oh, no. it was, it was, I, I like, they ended up getting someone else because I like didn't know any of the other songs. Um, but I think they just wanted to play rock songs. But that's right okay. okay i was a choir girl so i don't know what i was doing um in front of a rock band at that that young age anyway <laughs> oh, that's so sad <laughs> no it wasn't sad it was something we would do at lunchtime it wasn't like a oh no um all oh, right okay yeah. all right cool <laughs> i just wasn't cool enough i wasn't cool yeah enough. i was always gonna mm. be a pain in my heart but yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, it's it, it's a lovely song though. Like it's um it's uh it's really well done, and and I I really like if it is like a version, it would make sense. I really like the most stuff that comes through that. To be honest, mm. um, I think especially because the again going back to Radio One, the equivalent we have here. Hi, when I was growing up, when I was a teenager. I enjoyed it, but what it typically was was uh, rock bands, indie bands coming in and doing acoustic versions of pop songs, um, mm. which all sounded like the same thing. Yeah, it was all very dull, very boring, and not like band led. It was just like one of the members had an acoustic guitar, um, and that was about it. Uh, so yeah, like Australia, like does very very well for like really good covers yeah they're doing a, a um hottest 100 so that's the thing that triple j that, do yeah. yeah now it's like a version of hottest 100 so that's gonna be awesome yeah yeah i'm very yeah. keen um, yeah i might i might see if i can get, like get a vpn or something and tune in for that <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah yeah it sounds really good um okay song nine is a song you would sing at karaoke so you're going for watermelon sugar by yeah. hairstyles I, I like I felt like I love Harry Styles and this was like the best place for me to like go uh, this I needed to include a song I felt I like it's probably one of the people that have been the new people that have become very big on my rotation um, in right. terms of music stars and it's like he's one of the few men also keeping my bisexuality alive Harry Styles I'm just like okay I'm not a full lesbian I still find you attractive okay get it um but right. <laughs> it's just a, it's a good pop song and it's fun um and yeah I I love him um right yes <laughs> okay fair um all right are so you from a, a Harry Styles fan Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, I've I've really come around to Harry Styles. Like I, um, yeah, I've, yeah. I think I judged him very early on because um, I can't stand One Direction. Um, yeah, I was never a One D fan. I think I was a little old for that. Um, yeah, like some their songs. Some of them were catchy, but I never really got into it. But the, yeah. when he started doing his solo stuff. Yeah, Love it. yeah. I'm definitely a fan of, of of some of his music. I this may anger you. I have um, <laughs> I I've passed up the opportunity to see him perform live on okay. Saturday. Um, so my wife is going to Harry Styles. Uh, Correct uh, in choice. Dublin on Saturday. Uh, 
yeah her her friend bought the tickets for me and my wife mm. and then because she is from my wife's birthday i the friend couldn't go because she was at a conference or something mm-hmm. and then her conference was cancelled so i was like look you bought the tickets you need to take the, the ticket back yeah uh, and yeah if it was if it was going to buy another one it would have cost uh somewhere like 250 dollars yeah um, I, I tried to get tickets when he came here and i it's sold out so fast i completely missed yeah. out on it but um has something yeah. about a big arena tour to me is not hugely appealing because i feel right. like half the time you're just kind of watching it on a screen um, <laughs> and where someone's yeah, screaming sure. in your ears but uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean i prefer to see an artist in a sort of smaller venue but yeah it's it would be right. a fun fun concert to go to um, yeah yeah this one is at uh it's a, a venue called slain castle which is um um an actual castle and it's in the the castle grounds is where oh, wow. this uh this concert happens and it's like it's an iconic uh rock and roll uh concert that, that happens every year i went oh, to see cool. Foo fighters there um a few years ago and that was incredible but they've had like like every big rock band from the from the 70s and 80s has, has, has played there um so then it's similar to when like glastonbury started booking like pop acts and hip-hop artists and people were mm. like you cannot do this at glastonbury it's it's terrible there's a lot of people who are very angry that harry styles is performing at slain castle um but you know there's i mean he's the of kind people. of rock star of today really like he he really is yeah. he really is and i like I, there's just a lot of people who's who are very stuck in their ways who don't understand that but yeah he is mm. like he's i was gonna say can i say he's prince he's the prince yeah of today. i mean like can david bowie that? kind of like in that in that yeah. vein of like that pop kind of popularity and that yeah i mean yes. it's hard to, sort of, yes. sort of compare it but you know yeah. thinking about someone like elvis and it's like yeah. they were the girly you know the girls loved him and it's kind mm. of the same thing <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah absolutely yeah prince is a better actor i'll say that um <laughs> yeah look I, I i can turn i can just mute it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it's it's nice though he can't he can't have literally everything he can have most no. things yeah but he can't have everything yeah and i think that that is comforting in a yes. way um all right song 10 is a song that reminds you of a specific place so you went yes. for lost by frank ocean yeah it was a song that it was my favorite one from that album um but i remember just like being absolutely having that album on repeat when it came out but um the place it reminds me of is i think when it came out it, it either had just come out or it was around the same time i was this is when i was still in the military and um i was doing my corporal's course my promotion course and it was really full on so i'd get up at like 5 a.m and go for a run because i i I get very unfit very fast if i'm not doing a lot of running so i would i i remember listening to this song over and over again in the dark when it was freezing cold running around this base that was empty and and so it's i don't know if it's just like triggering (laughs) like i'm remembering that oh god why was i doing that um but i just always makes me think of that when i hear it now right okay okay and do you listen to it on purpose or oh no i know i listen to it on purpose now i think i've sort of gotten over that but it's just like it makes it makes me think of running at 5 a.m in winter in the dark when i hear it not necessarily in a bad way it's still an amazing song but um yeah Yeah. it just always takes me back to that right okay fair enough um yeah so i have have certain songs that like remind me of maybe not the best times uh or things i like particular periods in my life where i maybe i don't know i don't want to go back to it basically um so yeah i like it's it's a weird relationship to have with that kind of music because as you say like you just enjoy the music for what it is but sometimes it can put you in a negative mindset of like god wasn't that shit and then sometimes for me it's quite nice to listen to music that reminds me of like worse times because i'm like 
Or look at me now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not like, I, I'm sure there are songs that take me to worse places, but that's just like something sure. that is always, it, it always reminds me of, I feel like I, when I've had songs that, are, that I've enjoyed like on holiday or whatever, I don't feel yeah. like they stick to my stick in my mind as much as when you you're miserable and listening to a song, um, sure. because I, I maybe it's just you're more present in the moment, um, or yeah, you know I feel like <laughs> bad memories maybe stick a little harder than they should, um, yeah. but yeah, it's not it's <laughs> I, I'm still able to enjoy Frank Ocean now. I'm sure. I will say. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm projecting a little because I really hate running. <laughs> oh, no, I do. I can't run anymore. I have a, like, because I run so much, I now have a knee injury from that. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I don't really run anymore. So maybe that's also part of it. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person. So you've gone for I Only Have Eyes For You by the Flamingos. Yes. Um, It's a song that, like me and my partner when we were first sort of dating um we were like we were dancing around the room and this song came up and she had heard that song when like a few years ago when she was with another person and Mm -hmm. it was like that song and she was like oh it was for some reason she's like I I just had this feeling that I wasn't with the right person and I was like that was like I told my friend about it and I'm like I I think I need to like end this relationship because it's I just had this feeling that I wasn't with the right person and then mm-hmm. she told me that story after we were we were kind of dancing having this romantic moment and that song came on and it was like oh this is why this is this is the person I'm supposed to be with so okay. yeah it's very um yeah <laughs> very big big part of like we listen to it a lot now yeah. um it feels like it's one of those things yeah, it's never going to not remind me of her. Yeah. That's really beautiful. I really like yeah. that. I, we, we, love, we love love on this show. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Um, yeah, and she I remember her saying she told that same friend who she told that story to. And um, yeah, they were like, oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, so because I, I remember when she was listening to it, like, I could see in her face like she's getting like really emotional because I think it was that moment where we're sort of like yeah. realizing that e- each other are the this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good. Um. Yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a big fan of uh, of of stories like that. To be honest, like that uh, song reminds you of a specific person. That's kind of like where my mind was at when I came up with the categories because I mm. I have a big place in my heart for for songs that like my wife and I listen to early doors and and stuff that like connects us to like the the early parts of the relationship yeah. and different different stages um like w- when I went to see Foo Fighters at Slain that we that was my first concert with my my wife so Big Me by the Foo Fighters is like one of those songs for us um it was like like a really beautiful moment at that concert and I don't know like yeah, I'm 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 such a big fan of like going back to that song. It just takes you mm. right back to that kind of that kind of feeling. How long have you been with your partner? Ah, uh, it was just five years now. Five years, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean it's yeah, it gets it gets a little bit different after five years. It's not maybe quite as like thrilling, but it's still like it's more secure and um that's that's different but it's yeah it's it's i think having those moments from the early stages when you're like figuring it out and you're mm. coming so to that so point. intense about it yeah 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 but it's a yeah it's a gorgeous thing to go back to um yeah i don't have a lot to say about that i just really really <laughs> like that story yeah yeah it's it's it was a beautiful story and i yeah and it's also the other thing it reminds me of it was in an episode of Buffy. <laughs> Both big Buffy fans too, so I like okay. that's the, that's the other thing it reminds me of. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you left. You led with the uh, with the other story. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it also reminds me of Sarah Michelle Gellar. So I don't know. 
<laughs> oh man. Okay. So for the uh, um, impending nuptials, then you have uh, a few songs to. Yeah, to yeah. Through. I mean, like we got engaged like right before COVID, and so we had been planning to get married like really quickly, and then um, like we both like lost a lot of work and money during COVID, and so everything kind of got pushed sure. on, and now it feels like we've, we're already married. So I guess it's right. like that impetus yeah, yeah. to like go make it official. It just feels kind of like oh yeah, one day. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah well i think we'll do it we'll probably just end up eloping at some point but um right okay yeah okay. but it yeah. already feels like we've been married for years now yeah i get what you mean but the, the soundtrack will be great oh well um, yeah. <laughs> the playlist just keeps getting longer and longer <laughs> uh all right song 12 is a song that motivates you so you went for don't be so hard on yourself by jess Glynn. yes um, I think that's like that's like one of the lessons I need to learn is to like be kinder to myself. So I think that song is like a there's like a lot. It's, it's very much a gym playlist for me. Just Glynn, that album with that this song is on. Like I sure. feel like it, she's bigger in the UK than maybe she was in Australia. I know I've seen a lot of people go, "Oh my god, this, there's fucking songs everywhere I go." <laughs> but um, yeah. I don't think it was quite the same here. So I think I'm not as sick right. of them as maybe other people. But um, yeah, it's a lot of those songs are ones that have been big on my gym playlists over the years and that song in particular i think it always makes me right think, be nice okay. to yourself but um yeah 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 um yeah it's fun. i i I'm, I'm sure i'm sure this song is in like a an advert or something in the uk i can't remember she definitely has one um her song hold my hand is in jet two it's like a a travel company in the UK and I don't know what their advertising budget was but it's too much that song <laughs> was everywhere and it's just like that one little clip of her singing that song and then they also uh, we were on a Jet 2 flight not that long ago and they also play it more or less constantly when you're getting on the flight and getting off it um, oh my god so so yeah I think that there are there are good reasons why people are maybe a little bit sick of some of her music um, but yeah, it was it was actually quite nice for me to like to have to listen to this song for the show because I've not really paid a huge amount of attention to some of her songs because of you yeah know, her being bloody everywhere. Um, but yeah, like I I I, I got it completely for this for this category because it is very it's very upbeat and yeah, very energetic yeah. for one, but the. Uh, the messaging of it is like I, I I love songs that are like have a very simple way of putting things and it's just a, like a very clear and concise message. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's, just like, it's nothing too deep, but it's just like yeah, it's, it's good to put on and I can try and like get energetic and do some cardio and also remind myself that I shouldn't be so hard on myself. Yeah. Yeah. But that is like it's a it's genuinely it's a great message to it's a it's a good mantra, isn't it? Just to mm. like, you know, for whatever it is, if it's like you know, go to the gym or like doing any kind of work, you know, just starting, just doing the thing is enough. You don't have to like it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to you know get everything exactly right. Just like be kind to yourself, be a little bit more gentle, and it, yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's definitely a good thing to keep you going for sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a, a lot of creatives need to learn that, i was gonna say lesson. yeah it's like yeah sure. yeah i find it really hard to let go of things and i want everything to be perfect and um yeah it's a lesson i'm still very much learning to <laughs> let things just be and and um yeah you know sometimes you can just do something for the love of it rather than having some perfect product you can put out for people as well but yeah so that's kind yeah. of why i picked that i guess Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, there's um, there's a there's a couple of songs I've had on the show before that have fit that bill, which is um, "Perfect Places" by Lord has a similar kind of message, and uh, "Perfect Sound Whatever" um, by uh, Jeff Rosenstock. Now you're not really into that, that kind of that music, but it's like okay, it's like a pop punk song. But the the lyric in that is um, uh perfect always takes so long because it doesn't exist um and 
I mean, that's basically the whole lyric. It's just repeated mm. in different ways. But um, I, 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 again, I really like that. I get that tattooed yeah. on my forehead. Yeah, God. It's, um, yeah, it's a good one. Um, all right, song thirteen mm-hmm. is a song that someone introduced you to. So you went for "Falling Aeroplanes" by Darren Hanlon. Yeah, it was my music teacher when I was learning guitar. He he um, taught me this song and I just really fell in love with it and became a huge Darren Hanlon fan after that. It's just like he's very Aussie um, mm. and I've seen him play live a couple of times and he's really nice. He came, When I was working at a bar, he came and played there. Um, he was really, really sort of great and generous and like it's not like big flashy music. It's very like you know simple songs but mm-hmm. yeah i really that one in particular is the first one i ever heard from him and it still remains i think probably one of his best songs um mm. and i think it's just really beautiful and simple and yeah i love it yeah absolutely um yeah i lena moon actually had a darren hanlon song on, on oh, her right. list um which is a uh, we all cope in different ways which i i think was a COVID song Okay, was, I, um, I I probably haven't listened to anything new he's done recently. Like, yeah. this is more like when I was a teenager, I'd had all of his albums and, but right, okay, more recent okay. stuff I probably haven't heard. But yeah, it was yeah, it was it was it was really nice, and I think you know it was again it was it was kind of a song about you know being gentle with yourself, especially during COVID during lockdown. You know, like just mm. you know not putting any pressure on yourself to to deal with things in a particular way. Um. But yeah, I, I like I, again really really love this song. It's um it's a it's a really 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 beautiful song and I guess I was curious on this one is this like again this is a a similar kind of message for a creative because it's about the sort of the it's about like that sort of doubt in the creative process, isn't it? Is that something yeah. that you like, connect with as well? I mean, I think maybe maybe at that age it wasn't so much about that for me. Like, mm. I I don't think <laughs> I was like I think it was more of a I I just really thought it was a beautiful song. But now I guess right. going back, like, um, maybe I was drawn to it for that reason. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I it it probably is a good message for me now, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I used to like. I think it was one of those songs I was listening to when I'd started to kind of write my own music as well. So maybe yeah, that right. probably was it, its appeal. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I heard and loved. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, all right. Song fourteen is a song you wouldn't expect to like. So you've gone for "Dirty Jeans," Magic Dirt. Yeah, Magic Dirt were my sister's favorite band, um, and like I've mentioned before, like we were kind of a little bit at odds in music tastes. Um, I was the teeny bopper; she was the cool indie, you know, alternative um, music fan. Um, but this song is kind of like a bit more poppy for Magic Dirt, and I just right. really, really liked it. <laughs> and so. Um, yeah we that would be like the album that album she would put on in the car like when she was driving and we could agree on it okay all right this is where the where the venn diagrams intersect then (laughs) yes yeah Yeah. okay all right good um yeah all right and do you like do you still listen to it now or is it i mean the funny thing is like my partner is like two years older than me who is like uh-huh. which my sister is two years older than me and she really loves this song as well and so oh nice like now i hear it on her on, on lauren's playlist and i'm like okay <laughs> like my sister and how we get along music taste wise but uh <laughs> um no yeah so i still i it still comes up i still listen to it um but yeah it's it's again it's a song that reminds me of my sister and um I, I'm glad we have a few things we agree on. Mm. Okay, perfect. Actually, one of the people in that band was almost gonna do the score for um, our podcast, but we ended up going right. with someone else who was a friend of a friend. But um, the barista at the cafe around the corner works with him a lot and said, "Oh, you should talk to my friend about this," <laughs> and and it ended up being him. I just thought that was kind of funny. Oh my god! Right, okay. Uh, Alright, song 15 is a song you think everyone should listen to. So yes. you've gone for Crystal by Stevie Nicks. 
It's just been a song that I could listen to on repeat and I've loved for so many years. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think it's one of those perfect songs. Um, plus it's, it's in Practical Magic and, you know, what a great movie. True. But um, yeah, it's it's yeah. an incredible Stevie Nicks song and I love it so, so very much. Yeah. I Yeah. St- Stevie Nicks is an artist that I've only really paid attention to in the last maybe five years or so um i don't know i don't know what like it's just a my dad was really into like classic rock and i got into a lot of stuff but fleetwood mac was just a bit of a blind spot for me mm. um and god she's incredible uh, the, just like an, an amazing an amazing artist everything yeah. that she does is just beautifully written lyrically incredible uh, it's just yeah she's just amazing and uh, I I hadn't I hadn't really listened to the song um, before we put it on the list, and it's um, it's gorgeous. Mm. It's one of the songs yeah. I used to like to play when I played and sang um, songs. It was this is one of the ones that I just really love to sing. It's it's just yeah, I love it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, it's a lovely note to end on. So, um, do you have anything that you want to plug or promote while I have you? Um, the only thing I have out at the moment is our, um, our comedy audio drama, Starship Q-Star, which, uh, previous guests on the podcast, Lena Moon and Annie Lumsden have been in. Um, yeah, you can check it out on, um, wherever you get a podcast or head to our website at starshipqstar.com. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that is it for episode 64 of Mixtape Internet today. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, as I said at the start of the show, please go and check out Starship Q-Star. It's a brilliant show. It's so funny, so well written. The voice acting is amazing. I love seeing the behind the scenes footage as well. So you can see how they foliated certain things, uh, the, the the acting and how that actually works. Uh, it's, it's brilliant. Well worth your time. So please go and support that. If you like this show and you want to support it, there's a couple of different ways you can do that. We do have a coffee link set up, so if there's a, a particular episode that you've enjoyed or you've enjoyed many episodes, you can chuck us a couple of quid or a couple of bucks to say thank you. Uh, there's no monthly obligation there, so link is in the description. If you're not in a position to do that, that's absolutely fine. Please do support us in other ways, so uh, give us a follow on Instagram, uh, like the show, rate the show, um, tweet about it thread about it i don't know what the the verb is for that yet um and yeah give us a follow on instagram that's where um, most of my social media activity is tell your friends just get more people listening it's appreciated i'll be back next week for episode 65 so in the meantime look after yourselves and we'll speak to you then